In response, a legacy podcast is brought to you by greatnessatanycost.com and austrian-legacy.com. Welcome to the eighth episode of In Response, a legacy podcast. I'm Philip Klein. I'm Daniel. And I'm Peter Plank. And we're talking about legacy. Most of the time. So, due to our uh, schedule, we're, we would be recording next week, but we have to do it this week because uh, Daniel and myself are on vacation next week. Yeah. So what, what are you doing, actually? I'm just at my girlfriend's at the, at the lake, so just chilling out because I had uh, this year no vacation at all, so... I just took two days off just for my well-being and for <laughs> mental health because you you can't just work all all, all year. It's just is it just work. two days then? It's just two days, okay. yeah. And I have to work on Saturday, so it's more more like a free free day yeah. uh, weekend. Okay. So it's not really a vacation, but it it confronts with our podcasting mm -hmm. schedule. So. We're doing it now, a week sooner. Yeah. And, yeah, where are you going next week, Daniel? Um, um, yeah, um, I have uh, a short trip with my co-workers, and we're going hiking in the so-called Habachtal. Okay. It is a place um, um, where you can, let's say, grind some... PTQs. <laughs> 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 I, I, I really wish it was like that. <laughs> no, I mean you can grind some uh, minerals. Okay. You, okay. you could do that. Uh, for example, emeralds. Um, okay, that, that so sounds that sounds really cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, could I, be an easy way to get the mox emerald. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to get one. Yeah. At least an altered one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think the the yield wouldn't be that high. Um, they are very rare. Um, and we, we are a small group of um, our co-workers. I think we are about 15 people. Some are going to collect some emeralds there. <laughs> but I will uh, go hiking and visit some mountains which are nearby. And I'm very much looking forward to that. Okay, so, so you don't bring some emeralds no, no, no. with you? I'm not into that. So, okay. so we will get some pretty good views on yeah. some pictures. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. If you... If you I would love to see some of the emeralds. I'm very interested. If someone finds some interesting, yeah, yeah, take a picture and we post it on Twitter. Of course, yeah. it's it's we really cool. I, I didn't know that something like this existed. So I mean, there was it, it is uh, I think an old mine there, and it is abandoned. What okay. I know, and uh, I don't know how you call it, but um, I can try to ex um, describe it. It is um, there is the mine is a little bit upwards, and um, over the years there's um, a small um, like water flowing down. Yeah, like and, a, a small yeah. river. Yeah. Okay, and and um, the minerals kind of uh, yeah are getting washed out. Yeah, getting okay. washed out and spread over the river downwards. Yeah, into um, the whole valley. 
Okay. And so there's basically one little trail where you can try to collect um, some minerals in the river. Yeah. Or you could even go up to the mine itself and try to collect some there. But so, so I find it very do, boring. Do, do you have to? You have to wash them. You have to wash, the, you have to wash the, the minerals from the river, basically. Um, with a, like with a like the you know the the gold washers yeah, from yeah. the the the, exactly. the, yeah. river. the western <laughs> movies. Yeah. Okay. It's it works like the Klondijk. Yeah, Klondijk river. You have kind some kind of sieve and you're washing the minerals and mm-hmm. hope to get something out. Okay. Of and do you have to pay for for it or no. is it free to do? Okay. Okay. It's free to do. Oh, this is that is, sounds is really it cool. more common for for any other ores or is it specifically for for emeralds there? Specifically for emerald, yeah. Okay. What, uh, for, uh, at least what I've been told. Okay. I, I don't think you can find any other minerals there. Okay. Or very unlikely. I think even emerald is very unlikely, but... I mean, maybe small pieces could be found. Okay. And we have uh, uh, one one uh, professor at our institute is... Um, um, you know, when you have these raw minerals, you can shape them into... Pretty little um, gems. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, uh, and he does it as a hobby, and <laughs> it, it makes good money out of it. Okay. And okay. He specifically is uh, quite fond of, um, yeah, uh, searching and finding one little piece of emerald to um, to turn it into, into a gem, of course. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can. I can get to it increase its value. Yeah, it's it's very. Um, Important because uh, the purity of the stone is very important, yeah. and the, the color, uh, as far as I know. So uh, I think you can certainly find a lot more emerald uh, if it's the 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 stones are the same, yeah. Yeah. But uh, the they just don't they just look different. Mm-hmm. So even if you have a stone that's an emerald and an mm-hmm. That doesn't look like you you think it would. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So so I could probably see you find a lot more than you think now. Oh yeah, now. yeah, yeah, sure, sure. So, um, but we have the expert there, yeah. and I think he, he has some kind of kit and uh, a good knowledge about all the different gems and minerals that we might be able to um, okay. differentiate between all mm. kind of minerals that might be there. Yeah, yeah. definitely if it's. A big hobby of him, he will be. Oh yeah, he will, <coughs> he will be prepared. Yeah, he, <laughs> for sure. it's just like someone is uh, collecting flowers or something like that. He ah. will knew the, the so different minerals and the gems. Yeah. So how long will you be there? Uh, it's from uh, Monday until Wednesday, so we stay there two nights. Okay. And we have basically three days to cover, um, go hiking, go um, on the on the search uh, hunt for emeralds. Or just drinking. Okay. Oh, okay. So, so for you, it's drinking <laughs> and hiking. <laughs> <laughs> basically, yes. So, so this is basically a team building event for you uh, guys. Probably yes. Yeah. Okay. It, it's 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 a yearly um, institute trip. Okay. But not house. yearly to to find emeralds. <laughs> no, no. It's it's okay. uh, it's every every year. It's something different. And uh, sapphires, emeralds. Sometimes loot. <laughs> For example, yeah, last year we went to um, uh, Hammersmith, okay, and we we watched her and we yeah, we smithed 
one um uh, it was a basically knife. no it was not a knife it was a holder for a candle okay. a candle holder let's say yeah okay. out of metal and uh, yeah it was quite nice actually um but it was nothing for you actually no 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 it, it was one one big piece that we um collected at our institute mm-hmm. okay so yeah and we have uh, every year we have uh, a new activity uh, and every year a new guy since we are students basically yeah. and uh, our co-workers and our members are changing a lot okay since uh, new guys are coming and others are finishing mm-hmm. the new guys have to organize the events okay, uh, okay. basically yeah. Yeah, it is also that's... some kind of uh, ritual to be introduced into the whole group let's say okay to take over a task and uh yeah do something for everybody um yeah. but i think this is pretty good i, I think it's really cool because I mean, you you get to know the i mean it's it it depends what you are personally liking but if you have to plan a trip for 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 the whole institute yeah you you will do something like you think they enjoy but you will enjoy yourself oh yeah so so what was your trip yeah it was it was this trip basically okay so you planned but this I, trip uh, um i planned it together with another colleague um i have to be honest i did not do most of the work because <laughs> of, um because of covid um it was not sure if we had a trip at all this year okay and originally we we kind of um had the it was on the verge of being cancelled altogether and uh, but one colleague of uh, ours decided to plan something anyway okay. um, with a little bit of more yeah covid friendly approach let's mm-hmm. say and then i helped him since i had the task originally so okay. uh, i helped him but um I, I, I didn't have much to do actually a little bit of planning and yeah, we had one or two, let's say, meetings where we discussed a few things, and I organized basically the um, the drinking part. The drinking part? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> the organization with the with the bedrooms, and um, I, I I basically collected the members who would come and who um, stayed at home and <laughs> stuff like that. Okay. The problem are logist- logistics. Lo- lo- logistics, yeah. basically. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely something you have to do. So. Yeah. It's an important part. So, yeah. yeah. But that's why we are recording this week. So. For, for us, yeah. For us. <laughs> for yeah. us. And uh, unless Peter wants to do a, a lonesome, <laughs> lonesome podcast. <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> handsome. <laughs> handsome. Maybe, maybe, I will, handsome. maybe I will stream next week. Okay. Yeah. So. yeah. What are the topics today? So, so yeah, um, we have uh, some topics. I mean, yeah. we haven't talked about Peter yet. Yeah. I think. So what's up with Peter? Um, yeah. What are you doing for your leisure time at the moment? I'm. I mean, I'm. I have one month until the university starts for me. So so I try to do something for myself in the summer. And a friend of mine. Um, told me that I have to go to the gym, and, <laughs> and th- that's the reason you did 
Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I mean, so who was this? Uh, who is this guy? <laughs> I mean, both of you don't know him. Mm -hmm. It's Florian. It's a, a very, very good friend of mine. I know him since I was in kindergarten. Mm -hmm. And he started with with going to the gym um, in January, I think, this year. And he went from 134 kilogram down to 110 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And is pretty much shaped like Arnold Schwarzenegger now. <laughs> really? <laughs> so, so okay. And he, he said, I have to join him on the gym. gym. But did you know that if you want to look like Schwarzenegger, 80% of that is just diet. Yeah, I, I told him that I don't want to look like, yeah. like him. I'm, I'm not interested in looking sporty, having a six-pack or something like that. I'm really not into that. Okay. I, I just want to be a little bit more healthy. So, so I started with going to gym. I usually go there three times a week. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, um, On Monday, yesterday, I hold my breath for, for the first time for a whole hour because I was watching a series I'm currently watching. For, for clar to clarify, you were running on a treadmill. It's not, no, it's, it's the, the cross trainer. Uh, it's I, a cross trainer, okay. So. I, don't, and I really don't enjoy running, but I think the cross trainer is something for me. Okay. And I really enjoy the, the, the workout on it. And yeah, I was watching Certain Reasons Why and it was so interesting. So, so I ran a whole hour and <laughs> yeah, it was really, really good. You just good. forget the time and yeah. just watch yeah. the, the show. I mean, I, I wanted to do a, a whole hour in the training itself, mm -hmm. but I was planning on doing it in two parts. Okay. Because normally I'm drinking a lot of water and I need to refill my bottle in between. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I just ran through without water for the last 15 minutes. So. <laughs> But yeah, um, it's looking good and I'm yeah, getting more healthy. Proud of yourself. So, and I actually think that um, going to the gym just to feel better about uh, oneself or... Uh, Increase the fitness. Or yeah, yeah or to, to just be, healthy, be yeah. healthy is probably the right re reason to do it. Uh, mm. I don't think getting, uh, getting in shape is... Is also being healthy, but um, you mean uh, building a muscle? Yeah. yeah, just just looking good is probably the the wrong reason to do it. Yeah, I, because I you you also for your physical for um, your physical because uh, appearance for for physical appearance because you uh, you don't um, have the longevity mm. for it. So and I mean, if you do that, you you have to keep training and yeah, keep training because that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah it's, it's certainly possible, but you really have to want it and to be yeah consistent yeah. about it. Yeah, just being healthy is probably way easier, and it, it's that, better than doing of nothing course. because the the goal to be physically or, or yeah to to be physically fit and, mm -hmm. and to to build muscle and, and yeah. to be lean and everything. Uh, although it's it's a great goal, um, yeah, it, but it's just such a big goal that is for most people uh, hard to hard to reach. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. almost and, impossible. And like I said, people, um, so like I said, being healthy is great. Def definitely, yeah. And uh, like I said before, um, when you want to build up muscles, diet is key. Yeah, and definitely. in general, I think also when you want to be healthy, diet is 
in general key. Yeah, for sure. Because there's this, um, I think this is a correct saying that says, you cannot out-exercise a bad diet. Yeah, yeah for sure. Definitely. And some people, or let's say in the, yeah, in our society, there's kind of this, you know, the, um, do you know these people that say, oh, I, I don't know, I had an exercise for half an hour, now I can eat a pizza, or now I, I, I'm, uh, let, let's say, I'm um, el eligible to kind of eat what I want because yeah. I exercised and uh, now I can cheat and uh, eat sweets or eat snacks and all this bullshit, basically. Yeah. This is basically the wrong, yeah, the wrong point here. I mean, if you want to get healthy, this is definitely the wrong yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. actually, ha being healthy should be the should be the goal, the, the number one goal here. I mean, so. for myself, it was. I I don't want to 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 restrict myself and uh, exclude something from what I want to eat because I want to mm. keep eating how I do now. Mm. I mean, I'm. I'm cooking myself a few times. I'm eating a lot with, with my grandma because we are living in the same household. So so she's cooking. She's cooking. <laughs> 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 I would be the one that okay, is cooking. We, 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 <laughs> we have the title of our show tonight. <laughs> cooking with your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we are cooking for each other. And so we are eating pretty much healthy. But it's... If you... <laughs> Okay. If you if you know the yeah. the elderly guy uh, women, they are cooking really fat, and <laughs> yeah. and and so it won't get much more healthier from from the food. So I have to compensate it with with training. <laughs> yeah, of course, it's it's also a balance of calories uh, at the end of the day. So yeah, so you're a lot uh, into sports lately. <laughs> Or let's say you're trying to be, yeah, most mostly the gym, but okay. yeah, that's great. As a as I said, yeah, you, were about, you were cycling also in, in yeah. Things, so I, I will try to do more cycling next year when I'm okay. a little you bit more do, fitter, yeah. so so that I can do longer rounds. Because if I want to go cycling, uh, if I want to go cycling, I want to do let's say <coughs> a trip for one day with 100 to 130 kilometers or something yeah. like that, like a small trip oh basically. Because <laughs> if I was great. 15, I, I, I drove home from Paris. Yeah, that's cool. By bike. Yeah, <laughs> I, I this like was this. A this is really cool. Pretty cool trip. I, 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 I once, uh, last weekend, uh, I had plans to drive the bike to the Traunsee okay. from Linz. It's a, a, a small trip of about 80 kilom kilometers. Or something like that. One way or both ways? One way. Okay. So you're... One one day down, That's then go bathing, something like that. 50, 50, 60 to 60 miles. miles, fifty to sixty I had, miles. I had plans for that, but uh, bad weather. Yeah, be bad. And, and this this weekend was was not that great because uh, I have a, a landed racing bike. Okay, from a friend of mine. You know them. Yeah, it is one guy of a uh, Austrian Legacy League, of course. Okay, um, he landed me the bike for my triathlon okay. that I had. Um, Who was it? Uh, it is shoutouts to Michael. Michael Hüller. Ah, Hüller Michael. Okay. okay. Yeah. Great guy. And he, um, <laughs> I, 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 I talked about him that I was going to yeah, attend a triathlon. 
with my own shitty bike. <laughs> it's a trekking bike, so yeah, it is a city trekking bike. Uh, it is yeah. a city trekking bike with I don't know twenty kilos or something like that. It's <laughs> unacceptable. And it wouldn't be acceptable. Yeah, yeah. He, he he couldn't stand it if I if I uh, drove the uh, the triathlon with that old shitty bike. So he landed me his his, his racing uh, bike. His racing bike, uh, and it's night and day. It is. It's so much better. And I'm so, and, and I never. Um, um, tried one of those racing ba uh, bikes before, yeah. and now I'm completely hooked. Yeah, it's yeah. if you if you uh, cycling a lot on on the streets, yeah. such racing bikes are they're a so big, amazing. big, big upgrade. Oh yeah, I mean they're even an upgrade to the to the normal mountain bikes. Sure. It's, yeah, I mean of course you you are basically tied to um, to the street to the street and pavement. Off road is not an option really. But if you are in the city, ah. go for it. I mean, they're costing a lot of money. If you want to be having I mean, a if, good one. If I can afford tools, I can afford <laughs> some racing bikes. Yeah. But, okay, yeah. but if you want to have something, I, I, I mean, it's hard to say acceptable. I think you, you have to look into something like from 2.5 to to. 3.5 4k something in there ah that's way too much you can get a good bike for 2k also ah. yeah then you have to i mean now is the, the a good time to to buy bikes because they are now on sale from yeah. the, from this year and if and you can get pretty pretty low prices for the 2018 yeah, and get, 2019 ed ed discount, ed uh, yeah. editions so yeah yeah i i actually don't get all the fuss with the <laughs> cycling. <laughs> uh, I, I was never a cycling. You're not guy, an athletic no. guy, right? I was actually. I was actually. You you are definitely healthy and fit, but uh, what I meant is you're not into this athletic sports like. Uh, I'm, I'm not into endurance cardio. Sports. Actually, yeah, cardio, so cardio. Yeah. <laughs> athletic is the wrong word. Yeah, yeah I actually. I have plans to go to the gym again, but uh, my work schedule should uh, should allow it also. So, but you're more into weightlifting then? Hmm? Yeah, I'm yeah, for sure, more into weightlifting or uh, into MMA. Okay. Uh, I made. Um, Can you do that in the gym? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure actually. Um, but not in everyone, I think. No, no, not everyone. They're they're specialized. Mm -hmm. So I'm at the moment. I'm not sure if I keep my my current gym or if i'm uh changing it mm -hmm. because it depends on what i want to do and at the moment it's more about uh getting more fit and more healthy again but also with um yeah building again a little bit more muscle yeah sure. not not for aesthetics just for myself and for probably for work purposes because this year I've uh, hit my 30, uh, my 30, mm -hmm. I, I am now in my 30s, so, <laughs> uh, yeah. and you actually start to feel somewhere and tear, and really? okay. yeah, I have a very physical demanding job as a painter, of course. And so you need a painter servant. <laughs> <laughs> I know that joke, <laughs> but that's great. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, I do it um, 12 years now. So uh, this year was the first year where I really started to f uh, feel the wear. Mm -hmm. 
and it's probably due to COVID because I couldn't uh, go to the gym like I normally do at least at least one time per week. Mm -hmm. So I I kept uh, I kept the bare minimum for for going to the gym or for making sports mm. outside of work. Um, it's not like like five five years ago, six years ago, where I went four times a week and I was really in the best shape of my life. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it was just so great. Amazing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I made. Uh, I did at least I think um, hundred and fifty uh, deadlift, mm -hmm. hundred fifty kilogram deadlift. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I'm not sure if it's a lot, but it was a lot for me. So um, it sounds like a lot. And I almost cracked the the 100 uh, kilograms at the how do you call it? Uh, not not chest press. Um, Foot press. <laughs> bench press. A bench, bench press. press. <laughs> yeah, almost at the bench press. And I cracked the 100 kilograms at the at the. Uh, the words are flying away from me today. So if you if if you have the the long stuff on on your neck, yeah, for sure. The, the is, this, is this a kind of a standing lunge? No. no. It is. It is the overhand press. With no, no, not press. Uh, with, with with your legs, uh, it's. Oh, 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 okay. Uh, kind of a squat. It's leg, leg press just without yeah. uh, machine, just with free weight. So yeah. I, I, I simply don't know the word now. Uh, but but it's okay. Uh, it wasn't a great change. Yeah, it's it kind was. of a leg squat with a squat. Oh my fuck! Squat. Then. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah, it's it was leg, squats. <laughs> lifted leg squats. But uh, yeah, um, it wasn't a great shape. Uh, I'm not sure if I can ever get back there, mm -hmm. but uh, because life yeah, is really demanding. And yeah. you're getting old, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it all goes uh, downhill from this point on. <laughs> um, I can work against that, so of course, yeah. I'll try and um, pull the brakes. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> COVID actually wasn't really nice to my belly. <laughs> I mean, it was nice. <laughs> it was getting bigger. <laughs> <laughs> it fought, yeah, my belly thought it was nice, but not for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so probably in October then I'll try to get back to the gym. And yeah, that that's what probably hap uh, will ha what will happen. Um, besides that, uh, there had not really there wasn't really big things that happened in my life. I mean, I bought a tiger and a tundra last week. Woo! Woo! Your first tundra? Ah, uh, not, not tundra. Uh, uh, volcanic. 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 Okay. Um, so you're starting to play dredge wine. Uh, not dredge wine, um, hollow wine in Legacy. Um, ox wine. The the ox ox wine. wine. Actually, there I need a lot more tools, but I'll build towards that. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, with, with a volcanic and a Tan uh, and the tantra yeah, uh, and and the and the tiger you can play um, how's it called? I, I have the mana base for test now. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, besides a tropical, uh, uh, tropical, a tropical is needed now. Yeah. Needed uh, now. Almost a mana base for for test. 
how's it called? Um, the, the combo deck from Modern that was banned away. The combo deck from Modern? Uh, which card did you play? The, the enchantment for four. I have Splinter Twin. Yeah, you, uh, you okay. can play Splinter Twin in ah, the oh, okay. uh, yes. Actually, yeah. the first volcanic is also really uh, valuable for a blue red Delver. Yeah. Because you, can, you simply can't play it without at least one Volk. I think you need two. At, at least, least two. At least two. At least two. Ideally three, but ideally yeah, three. for sure. Ideally but, three, but you but can play the spare bluff Canela. I mean, choke is not that relevant nowadays, but yeah, but it's <laughs> not fetchable. So actually, it's more for my Phoenix build. So <laughs> mm -hmm. and it's the first one, and there will surely be a second because I've got uh, two underground seas now. I probably don't will uh, don't uh, won't buy the, the third one. Yeah. I think the second volcanic is has more impact and yeah. then the tropicals yeah. already ha have more impact than I the third the underground first, sea the first tropical should be even before the second volcanic if you are not planning on playing blue red delver okay because the the, the tropical allows you to play all snow piles because you have now one of each blue uh yeah blue for land. sure because the the, the snow mana base just plays a hundred savannah and the trop as far as I know. Uh, no, uh, uh, color a Tundra, uh, a drop, and uh, UC yeah. or a Volcanic. Okay. And the UC, I think that uh, the four-color version even plays now the Volcanic main deck and three uh, red elemental burst in the sideboard. So okay. you're playing now a five-color. Mm. Ah, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah with Astro, everything with is Astro possible. So. Everything is okay. Yeah. But at least I got the mana base for that. So I've got that going for me. Oh nice. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, probably uh, you will see some more unusual decks from me. <laughs> I mean, I unusual for me because Snowco is very unusual for me. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you have to so join the Oko side of things. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I already played oh, Oko's. Yeah, I mean, I you played, played it in the Dredge sideboard. Yeah, I played it in the Dredge sideboard, <laughs> and I played it in the Hogak sideboard. So. And I mean, in Hogak, they didn't put in a lot of work. I bought them in, but I haven't. Uh, I just cast it once. They got forced. Yeah, I don't think he. And he in Dredge, it does that much. Uh, in Dredge, I'm not sure in Hogak, but in Dredge, it won me two games. So, so it 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 does something. At least. It does something. I mean, it won games against uh, Stompy decks, Monogreen Stompy, the the dinosaur Stompy thing. <laughs> Uh, dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, <dinosaur laughs> but hey, a turn one Oko is <laughs> just great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Even you can elk the, the, the lads, the lotus petals, uh, the Nakumibs or something like that. So if you're getting to hard cast them. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, if they go Leyland Chalice on one and you go just uh, land petal, petal Oko. <laughs> <laughs> and say, <laughs> <laughs> that's actually really, really great. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so, yeah. Um, speaking of Hogak, we had a season's end tournament from our last uh, Legacy League season yeah. from 2019 and 2020. Mm -hmm. And the season's end tournament always takes place in the summer. And it's like that. So the uh, top five of the, of the season uh, get free entry. But the, the the entry 
is sponsored by our LGS. So it, uh, at least five people, um, the, the money from five people, the entry from five people is in, is in the price pool. It's in the price pool. And uh, I'm not sure, I think we had 26 players or 20, 20. I think it was 25 because we had one buy. Yeah, we had one buy. It was 25 players. Um, with 20 euros for each player. So, so it was 500 euros where the price pool, pool so it was a half K. Yeah. You yeah. could say, I, I mean, if, I'm not sure if, if there's something like that, but... Uh, 0.5K. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The prices were really good. I think it was the, the new Fullard Fossil Fill for, for the number one. Yeah, non foil Fullard Fossil Fill for the first a, place. A Fullard uh, Chase. Fullard Chase for the second place. Then two, um, uh, and then a from, uh, not from the world, uh, the Secret Lair um, Scalding Town for mm -hmm. third and fourth, and an Eritmesa for. Uh, no, Mashflats. Was it a marsh flats? It was marsh flats, yeah. Okay, a marsh flats for, for the fifth to eighth player. So it's oh, yeah. mm -hmm. a really nice payout, actually. Yeah. And yeah, we had uh, we have played five rounds and then cut off top eight. And yeah, I think we all played in this event. It was very mm -hmm. fun. Yeah. Uh, myself, I've played uh, Bug Hogak. And Peter, you played your four-color painter list. Yep. And Daniel, you played your bug mid-range brew. No. So. No? No, I, I played Tess. You played Tess? Yep. Really? Mm -hmm. uh, I actually was so... How can it draw two <laughs> times with Tess? Yeah, no, at, at the season's end tournament. <laughs> yes. You yes. draw two times with Tess. Yes. Uh, let's go to okay. this and let's just... <laughs> let ex examine. Let him explain. <laughs> <laughs> so how did your tournament went? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, I think it was kind of my fault. Um, <laughs> I'm originally I'm I'm actually an end player, so not Tess normally. Um, <laughs> but Tess is simply the better storm deck in my opinion right now, and I don't really have much experience with the new version that has Wheel of Summer in the main deck and uh, all the artifacts with Mox Opal. Wishclaw Talisman, um, of course, also Lotus Petal and Lions of Diamond. And what I, what I have a little bit of a problem with Tess is the discrepancy between the black and the red mana. Okay. Because on the one side you have Dark Rituals and your Wishclaw Talismans as tutors. And on the other hand you have Rite of Flame and Burning Wish. And sometimes... You kind of need both, and you only have one source of mana available. So if you have a hand with, I don't know, a Dark Ritual, a Rite of Flame, a Burning Wish, sometimes either the Dark Ritual or the Rite of Flame is kind of dead, because you only have one source for um, for the Rituals. And you cannot uh, interchain interchange the Rituals from going from Dark Ritual to, to casting a Rite of Flame, of course. Yeah, I, th I think, um, as you said, um, there are the, the Mox Opals in the list. There are, uh, I think, four Lotus Petals, yeah. two, two in the list. So I think you, you have to gather the, the second source for the mana from, from your artifact mana. Of course, yeah. But, but 
I see. I see your problem there. It, it's But you if, also if need the mana for for cantripping, brainstorms, ponders, casting veil or uh, casting veil, veil and, and yeah. I, I, th I think you you have to to play the deck a lot to to, to get, get comfortable yeah. on and on on, that, that on managing problem. the mana. And uh, I had to really because I want to think my turns through before I go for a combo turn. Yeah. Uh, I still make some mistakes and uh, mis miscount something, but I try to at least um, think through my turn. And I, I really had to take my time for all the turns and for each and every turn I had to re-evaluate -eval my situation and it simply did take too much time. And therefore, I drawed against Rock Telfan. Okay. Was it the first time you played a Tess? I think it was the second round. No, no. Uh, the first, uh, the time. first time you played the deck. The second time. The second time. I did. W I did have one. Uh, once I played Tess before, um, but I performed really badly at the time. I don't know. It. I think it was um, a version. It was already after the pro ban. Okay. And after the Defra Shaman ban also. Um, but it was before the Wishclaw Talisman and Wheel of Summer. Yeah. Yeah, I think Wheel of Summer version. was was a pretty pretty huge deal and Wishclaw Talisman for for the whole deck. Oh yeah, it, it changed dramatically since since the old days because um, Brian Cook uh, released uh, a, a stats mm -hmm. um, because earlier you you played I think about twenty five percent of the time your finisher was empty the warrants and yeah. now this is down to I think five or six percent. Okay, you you are empty is, uh, is basically just a fringe. Card I now. think now killing about 70% or 75% with, with, with tendrils, tendrils. Yeah. which was down to 50% uh, with the, the early versions. Yeah, so I mean, empty it's not the Goblin stack anymore. Definitely not. Empty was up to a four off in the 75. Yeah. There were, I think, up to th three in the sideboard or one or two main even. Yeah. And now it's just a one off in the sideboard as a wish target and that's yeah. it. So that's definitely... Plan C to D, kind of. I think it's actually D because yeah. you are killing at first with tendrils. Yeah, Adnosium is the first. Uh, card you Adnosium want to cast. is the, the first. Plan A. Then Plan B is um, Grape Shot. Tendrils, Tendrils, That's the killing card, but the, the engine or the, the card um, that you want to resolve is uh, Plan A is Adnosium. Or Echo is kind of. It I is, think third it because is Peer is the second one. I if think you want Peer to is even second, yeah. Uh, okay, you play Peer also. And yeah. because oh. earlier you would play um, a Burning Wish for uh, the the tutor and then tutor up um, at Nauseam. Yeah. And this is exactly the same manner if you're just Peering, um, peering yeah. uh, mm -hmm. casting tutor for Peer. Yeah. So this is basically plan B. And uh, your Echo is a card I'm... I like the card because you can quickly, uh, let's say, go for it if you just combine it with one uh, LED and Echo, of course. But I'm not sure when you exactly want to go for it. 
I mean, there are a lot of spots where you just simply can go for it, but it is very uh, unlikely that you will win if yeah. it resolves. One thing I like about the Echo when, when playing um, Storm Variants and I was exp uh, experimenting a lot with, with, the, with the Song of Creation combo deck when Song of Creation went out, uh, went live on, on Modo, mm -hmm. um, is that if you can go um, for, for a turn one, um, echo. echo and you have additional mana left or something like that you, you should, you go, should for go for it, yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. Be because it can really empower your turn one it is oh, for example also if you, if you mulligan yeah, basically yeah. unmulligan and have one extra mana if you keep it a, a five card good, hand yeah. with, with land mm. petal LED wish and yeah. I don't know uh, a second petal or something like, like that yeah. it, it is great because you have one petal left one land left and have now um, seven new cards. And basically, at least, and let's say, two Storm. Yeah, and you mulligan your opponent. And you mulligan okay. your opponent, yeah. I mean, not really mulligan, but you... You give um, him seven cards. Especially after sideboarding, yeah, they will are choose, more yeah. likely to, to keep or mulligan for counters and, I don't know... Specific hate cards. Specific hate cards. Probably specific hate cards, because I think random, uh, random cards countering cards. the Echo is probably right all the time. Yeah, yeah, you have to counter yeah. the echo. Yeah, so if, if he has can. a counter, you, you, you should. Can, yeah. But but it, yeah. you are now allowed to to grip kitty hand, uh, greedy hands like greedy that. Hand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <coughs> yeah. I, I I like the deck, um, and that's the reason why I chose the deck. Actually, yeah. actually. I think it's good in the meta. I think yeah, it's, it's good in the good. storm meta very because good. there is more graveyard hate than oh, yeah, storm hate. hate is is completely. So, so it's un yeah, and a graffiti hit does nothing against Tess. Yeah. I mean, the only card that you can, of course, hit is Echo. And Red of Flame. And maybe Red of Flame. Yeah, but that's, that's but very that's fringe. That, that's <laughs> that's niche. niche. It's, it's like for a color painter for me, if an opponent sideboards graveyard hits, it's just four cards. It does hit. And Red so. of Flame gets boarded out quite often, actually. Okay. Yeah. Especially, uh, for example, against Elva. You board out all four Red of Flames. What are you boarding in? You're boarding in the pyro. No, are you playing pyroblast? No, no, no pyroblast. Uh, a decay and a carpet of flowers, of course. Okay, yeah, and there's oh, the mana. Carpet. Okay, yeah. because carpet. I think you're playing two in the supper. Um, yeah, myself, I played only two. Okay, because I think for a specific storm meta, it is not necessary to play more. But Brian's list actually now has a full four. Four, yeah. Four okay. in the support. Specifically for Rakdelva. I mean, if you if you look at the. Uh, we come to the to the top eight later, I think. Okay. So. Yeah, that would be seven. <laughs> <laughs> seven decks. <laughs> so yeah, it was surprisingly a high number of Rakdelva. Yeah. Yeah, that was my tournament. So with uh, with one more win instead of the draw, you would have surely oh, went yeah. into oh, eight. Yeah. So yeah. you went two one two. If, I don't know. If I, you said I, I draw it two times, yeah. What uh, I can't remember what was the second matchup that I draw. I think it was against. Oh, it was against uh, Snowco, I think. Okay. Um, was it Fabian Schweikhofer? No. Okay. I think he had to draw two. If I remember correctly. Uh, I'm not sure actually ah, who. No, it was Andy. Was it Andy? No. Because he had a draw too. I really can't remember actually. Oh, uh, doesn't matter actually now. Um, yeah, but yeah, <coughs> mm -hmm. 
against Noko, I think it is okay to draw. <laughs> at yeah, least. it's very As so opposed yeah, to Rakti, whatever. And Definitely. do you think uh, you would have fared better with Ant? No. Uh, especially with the Gravitate um, that impacts Ant. I mean, I'm more experienced with yeah, Ant, because, of Yeah, because that's why I'm asking, because in yeah, Legacy, yeah. The, the experience is M maybe, probably the yeah. key. But uh, I, s I simply cannot find a good uh, Ant list that I'm satisfied with. Right now, uh, I would try to build something with Wheel of Summer main deck. I think I would even play the full playset and play some additional discard. But my experience with Ant is that I had to go for Ad Nauseam all the time to um, play around Gravitate, and Ad Nauseam is such a bad card in Ant. It is completely unreliable and oftentimes you just die from it or you have to stop and then you uh, have to pass the turn and uh, try to go for it next turn uh, which is yeah, because bad. the curve is simply too high yeah it is just high. um and is not really an nauseam deck <laughs> which is funny because it's in the name of yeah <laughs> but yeah. yeah but the plane a of uh and is it's a past and flame stick it's a past and flame stick i think that do you do you think it's because uh, Cyrus Gorman Gill had stopped playing Legacy? I, I think it's not really. Uh, there are many pilots who yeah. Yeah, yeah. try to true. reinvent the deck. There, there, there are some. There are some good guys. I think. Um, I mean, Brank, Brank Cook always works on this deck, so yeah. on tests. And I don't think Ant has something uh, has such a leader for the deck. Yeah. yeah. It was Cyrus uh, for a long time. There's also uh, Togores, Rodrigo Togores, of course. Um, then Th we have Michael Clifford, if you know yeah, that. Cliffy, yeah. Cliffy. Um, Control for Days was a guy, but I think he stopped a long time ago. Does Togores still play? Mm, I think he's really. now up to, um, how is it called, a Doomsday. He, he, pl he, yeah, played, he played some Doomsday and he always uh, here and then plays some uh, Dark Depths uh, piles. Yeah. Uh, Turbo Depths, for example. And yeah, he, he's, he's now, now into different kind of decks. Okay. I think I think one of the, the only guys left is Cliffy, I think. Yeah. But I'm not sure. I, I'm, I'm, I don't have uh, his list uh, at the moment, actually. Okay, we see now he and, even uh, Yeah, Doomsday is also a, a good point. I think maybe even Doomsday is just a better combo deck now than Ant. Yeah, I, th I think so. I, I also think so. think so, yeah. Doomsday is just really so. hard to hate out. Yeah. I mean, it plays forces. <laughs> yeah. It's a combo deck who plays, uh, which plays forces. It's just I mean, it's really hard. It's good, yeah. But I think Tess is better than yeah, Doomsday. It's faster. Um, yeah. Wheel of Summer Protection is just great. I mean, I think both prevail at different metagames. Yeah. That's also Definitely. true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think both have, have their sweet spot, mm -hmm. but yeah, I mean, if you're comfortable with Doomsday, I think you will be playing better Actually, on Doomsday than Tess, because I think in Legacy, the, the, the player decides so many things. I mean, if you start out with a deck, your experience is really key. Yeah. You're only playing okay-ish, and if you're playing good, you're really... Yeah. good at a specific deck and I think that's that's really really key nowadays 
Oh yeah, actually Doomsday is a deck I'm very interested in, and I l I would love to try sometime. So it's a great deck. Yeah. I played the version with the with the white splash with the Teferi. With the Teferi, yeah. yeah, it's really great. I mean, if if you remember, we were talking, I think one year or one and a half years before now. Yeah. Ab about yeah, what storm deck would you like to play? And I said yeah. I mean, what a French guy, yeah, you can play Doomsday, and now Doomsday is absolutely <laughs> meta. <laughs> yeah, I can remember this. We were standing out at the LGS, and, yeah. uh, and I just uh, told you about the, the new spicy Doomsday tech with uh, Experimental Frenzy. <laughs> yeah, wow. long times, long times. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it was amazing because we were talking about yeah the turn one, um, com uh, Storm combo deck is um, how is it called Spanish, Inquis the Spanish Inquisition. Yeah. The turn two combo deck is Tess. The turn three combo deck is Ant, and the turn four combo deck is, is Doomsday. Doomsday. And nowadays, yeah, Tess is the Spanish Inquisition. Uh, is now is down to because, I yeah. think turn two to turn three to to combo up because because you need the mana now mm. to to to. Protect yourself yeah. with with the whale of summer and to to forties earlier, and yeah, it's just amazing how how the decks are shifting now and moving. Yeah, Oracle uh, Thus Oracle was a really really great boon for for. for it it basically cleaned thing. up the deck a lot. Yeah, yeah it it's made a yeah. consistent good win. Yeah, the same with um, how's the, the the combo deck called where you target a, a creature infinite times with with an effect. A cephalid breakfast. Yeah, cephalid breakfast was infinitely getting better with with Fessus Oracle. Mm. That's also a deck I want to try to <laughs> try to uh, play. But yeah. for that, I think you need the place a tundra. Oh God! <laughs> uh, <laughs> Plays a tundra is really I hard. I think I mean I got one, but played four tundras and two uh, UCs. Okay, that that's um, not a four level for me. So yeah, I, I mean it's amazing how the decks are moving. If if you look at Rack Delva and tell a Rack uh, a, a Rack Delva pilot from three years ago that he's playing the basic mid range deck, <laughs> he would laugh at you. <laughs> it's it's, it's <laughs> more charmed actually at the moment. So yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's amazing. So yeah. So speaking of Rakdelva, um, we hadn't really had much Rakdelva in our meta at the season end tournament. Um, so I would uh, conclude the top eight. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Right. So so we had in the spots from uh, fifth to eight, we had Manon Danninger, the the winner of the showcase challenge qualifier, which we had on podcast number yeah. five uh, on Snowco. Then Stefan Otte, the winner of, I think, the first and the second season. LLL season. Yeah. yeah. Um, on Snowco 2, Paul Bernsteiner on Rakdelva, um, myself on Four Color Painter. Then we had Fabian Schweighofer on Myrtles. It's, it's basically a version with two Monastery Mentors and a few baubles in the main deck. Actually, I'm still thinking it's more like chasing cars, but <laughs> it's for sure more he, he like chasing it's, cars. It's but miracles, but for me, it's chasing cars. I mean, it's basically chasing cars with two mystic sanctuaries for powering up the Invite Angels. Yeah, for so, sure. so it's basically his hot take on it. Then we had the bad cousin of Tess in a third place, if Brian Cook would tell it. 
uh, ethnosome tendrils from ah. Andreas Leopold's Eder. And he was playing two whale of summer in the main deck and one in the sideboard. Then we had mm. our own Philip Klein on Buck Hugak coming out at second place. And Philip Hinterreiter winning his first ever tournament on Elves with going on, I think, literally in the finals two times on turn two. Yeah, two times on turn two. <laughs> it's I, I couldn't do anything, but I was just so happy to, to let him do his thing. And uh, <laughs> I was really, really happy to see his, the joy in his, eye, in his eyes and mm. um, his excitement because... Like you said, it was his first ever tournament win. I mean, uh, he hasn't even won an FNM since, since uh, G- before. Okay, so, so it's really, really good. His first FNM win was a, a tournament a, win. A big, a big turn, a big for our yeah community. I mean, he literally won a two hundred euro card. So, yeah, so it's really, really nice. And he had he had just the nuts two times, <laughs> and and the only thing he said was missing was the music from Julian's stream, <laughs> <laughs> the the glimpse of nature, the glimpse of nature music. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the the turn was just insane, and uh, I mean, I also had a relatively uh, insane turn too, because I had two Venge vines, a hogak. I mean, you had eighteen two, power. Eighteen power. I attacked for eight. Uh, just no, I had one wind shine, but I attacked for eight and had 18 or 17 power on board for easy lethal next turn. Yeah, so I also had a very impressive um turn two. And after uh, game two, um, I wasn't really sure which hate Elfsters play, so I uh bought it versus Leyline, okay, uh, which is probably correct. Uh, yeah, he also showed me Leyline uh, as a pregame action, so still think it was right. But I didn't mull uh, very aggressively for a Leyline hate, yeah. so I mulled away two very uh, slow hands with hate. Okay, uh, with, with hate, hate, with hate, hate, yeah. anti-hate, and uh, I kept a sketchy five. And yeah. he comboed me turn two, so mm-hmm. yeah, it's, <laughs> you just it's don't get nothing. there uh, yes. if you don't have to hate. Yeah, but I, I wanted at least a, a functional hand. Yeah, that you so. can do something yourself. Yeah, I mean maybe he's just keeping a okayish seven with, with no hate because he he won game one, and he thinks he doesn't need it. Yeah. That, but that if you happen. have the perfect seven with with the hate, yeah, you're then, then not gonna complain. But I was very happy for him. I generally, um, by the way, you should never decide your mulligans based on the outcome of the first game. That's no, true. no, not. That's true. But yeah. if you see that your your deck is faster y- than your opponents, and you know that uh, if you know the decklist from Bakuga n- nowadays, they are not playing any sweepers or any really good removal spells against elves. Right. So you know that you are not you are not ne- in need of of any specific hate if you are just keeping a good seven. If he's keeping the same seven card hands on the draw now, or he, he was on the draw, I think in game if he, two. Yeah, he was on the draw. If he, so, so if he had kept, if he had gotten the the same seven yeah without leyline like in he would game have won one anyways. he would have won anyways so so so, th- so i think 
it's it's just a, a plus if you have the lean lean in your yeah. opening hand, mm. and if the hand is acceptable in itself, it's 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 good. Yeah, it's probably good enough. Yeah, but it was a really really great tournament. I mean, <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I had a lot of the, uh, the second places <laughs> uh, in my life, but I can't complain actually. Oh, that's fine. And I'm really, really uh, proud of him. Proud of, proud of him. Proud. Uh, that, that's the word I'm, I'm looking for. <laughs> the last five minutes. I think. <laughs> I, I'm very proud of him, and and yeah. it was just the joy in his eyes. And yeah, my list was very uh, standard. Standard. The only things I uh, changes I made were in the sideboard, because I didn't play um, sideboard uh, discard, and instead of the discard, I played two Oko, Thief of Crowns, and two Mindbreak Trap. <laughs> and yeah, for the Mindbreak Trap in the in the semifinals, I played versus Atmosium Tendrils, and I. Uh, against Andy, mm -hmm. and I uh, had a uh, think turn three kill because uh, in game one because he mulled down to four and had a really bad hand and my blind therapy hit his only cantrip, yeah. so I easily took game one and game two I kept. Uh, I gotta say it was very. How do you say Brech? <laughs> I think it was, yeah. Cheeky. Cheeky, cheeky yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a very cheeky end because it was a no-lander with two mind brick traps. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we are now in a meta without Lurus. Yeah. So, so it's actually possible to win against Ant without ever casting anything. Yeah, and he, uh, and he just tried to turn... Uh, Turn one. To, to turn one me and I just said yeah play it out because can't do anything yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he went for the ad now see him and then he, did, uh, he flipped the cards and then he just uh, well why not just four sees you he and went down to to uh, from five to to three life to three life yeah we had the four sees okay then you mind break trapped the four sees and then there was a pretty, pretty interesting spot, but I think he, he didn't saw it because he had a surgical extraction yeah. available to um, surgical pay the two life trap, to, yeah. to surgical the mind break trap, which then, because he had a whale of summer, mm. which would have guaranteed him his win. Yeah. But he hadn't thought about it, so he just casted tendrils. the tendrils and the second mind break trap got there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. So uh, yeah. Did, he, did he have a second forties? Um, no. He had yeah. a second forties, but he was at one, uh, because he had only four mana available and was at three, because he had available oh, yeah. um, uh, he had two five mana, mana after after. No, after the forties he after after forties he had four mana and yeah. he couldn't he had fire off the second forties. Okay, yeah. Petal mm -hmm. and two mana floating. I think yeah. so. Okay, yeah. And so the yeah, second mind break trap got there. Would have worked, yeah. Yeah, but. If you, you, you don't expect my trap out of Hogak, and, and you surely don't expect the second one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but if you're getting more comfortable, and that's the thing we were talking about before: play your deck more, play to your outs, play play a lot of the deck. So you maybe, I mean, 
Nowadays, if he is in the same position, he will surgically demand brick death yeah. nowadays. Probably, because yeah. he now knows, hey, I have to think about that. Maybe he's playing multiples of the card mm -hmm. and I have to play for the win. I mean, in that spot, you, you, it's, it's a, a really, really small misplay yeah. if you think about it, but no, it yeah. expected uh, the whole uh, match. I was yeah. just going to ask, uh, is this, was this game two or three? Game, game two. two. So there was another game... No, basically, no, if he had I won. won. Yeah. yeah, if he had won, it would, it would be uh, game three. Yeah. Okay, so in that case, if I cast Thoughtseize and my opponent casts Mind Brick Trap, I think I would expect another Mind Brick Trap. Because if this was the only card, I would want to hide it to have it in game three so that my opponent doesn't expect it in game three. I would yeah. have I would have conceded to the thought system and not cast mind brick trap. Yeah. If if it really was. And if it was been the only so card, I think yeah. since you cast it, I would have expected a second one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I see where you come from. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. I think this kind of gives it away actually. Yeah. And then you have to search the yeah. mind brick. Yeah. Yeah. For but sure. it's a really really small case and. I think he hadn't thought about paying mana for a surgical mm -hmm. that it doesn't cost in, cost anything. Yeah. So yeah, but it was a pretty pretty interesting stack and yeah. Yeah. It was certainly I, a cool moment. I was, <laughs> I was watching the game because yeah, Andy elim eliminated me the game before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you uh, went five to eight. You got eliminated yeah. in the quarterfinals? Yeah, I went. We won one in the Swiss during yeah. the last round. And my only loss was to Andy in the Swiss. And then due to unforeseeable circumstances and the, the rankings, um, yeah. Andy went down to, to second place, even though he would have been first if another player would have been able to draw mm -hmm. <laughs> because we had a lot of of uh, draws in the Swiss rounds before the last round mm -hmm. and yeah therefore I was paired again against Andy and for me I'm just playing four force of wills and one uh, will of some in the main deck and this is not nearly enough to, to win against and I mean yeah. in the Swiss rounds I made a made one misplay where I would have been able to cast uh, my painter on turn three and had Will of Summer protection for myself, but I hadn't thought about that he could combo with the grape shot too, mm -hmm. and he was then able to combo with the grape shot okay. because I had to to blow my Will of Summer because of the Fortis. Yeah, mm -hmm. and yeah, then went downhill, and he had Will of Summer protection for the whole turn. So, yeah, but that's the bad cousin of test. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. For sure, for sure, yeah. So it was a... Successful tournament. Successful right? tournament yeah. for us. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to the next one next year. And we'll see. Maybe we cracked at 30 players then. So I, yeah, I just hopefully. hope. I just hope. Ma maybe I think you, you told me that you have something in mind for the next tournament. So we will see what the next one will look like. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm we're not talking about the future. We're just 
Yeah, I'm not at the moment. I'm I, not sure what you mean, but <laughs> <laughs> we we have to trigger our uh, European listeners. So <laughs> ah, ah, okay, <laughs> that's what you mean. No, uh, no, I'm, I mean only the 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 set. Ah, of the set. Okay, yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah. Ah, yeah. Okay. So so now I got you. I got you. <laughs> it, it's, okay. Uh, it's very late actually. So. <laughs> Uh, we're recording this at, I think, half past 11 p.m., so, so. it's a l little bit late. Ah, yeah. yeah, it's early enough. It's early <laughs> enough, yeah, you're on vacation, so. Uh, I mean, yeah, I have to get up early next day, but yeah. Why? Because I'm driving to Hallstatt tomorrow. Ah, okay. Yeah, and we have to be there very early. Ah, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, to visit all the city uh, aren't there limitations now because there were normally a lot of people in mm. Hallstatt yeah due to Covid there's not a lot of tourists yeah I mean the, the, the but it's mainly from, from Asia tourists. yeah okay. there's no tourism there is no touristish that's, that's good and I hope I can exploit that fact yeah pro for sure yeah I mean that's why <laughs> I, I want mean, to visit it the, the you get guys. all the Chinese water for you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean the guys from Hallstatt are really complaining about yeah we can't live there anymore because all of the Chinese, of tourists. The Chinese tourists felt oh, yeah. they wouldn't be able to live there without the Chinese, <laughs> Chinese tourists. tourists. Yeah. <laughs> so. certainly yeah, there wouldn't be there. any work or something. Yeah. I mean, the, the, you the you, city you would have nothing tourism. to do there. Of course. But yeah. if you want to visit Austria, definitely visit Hallstatt. Yeah. It's very, very interesting. Yeah, then take a dive to Linz and Come to LGS. <laughs> oh, yeah. Play some legacy with us. Every okay. Friday, 2030 uh, yeah. Central European time. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, for our next topic, uh, it's a little bit controversial, I think. But due to uh, the current circumstances, we have to at least try to navigate around it. Yeah, we yeah. are, we are talking about, about it. The reserved list is aligned. Just comment. Uh, yeah, just, just a little bit. I, I mean, we don't go into detail here. But uh, the professor from the Tolerian Community College um, has revealed uh, or has made a video on YouTube uh, about he, how he says the reserved list is a lie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he made some good claims, some... Yeah, interesting takes, some hot yeah. takes. Mm -hmm. And uh, we put the link in the show notes. Actually, everybody should watch yeah, it's, it's, it at it's, least. It's a good and, video, yeah. And build yeah. its own mind. Yeah. Build, uh, build its own mind, build about its own it. mind yeah, mm. yeah. About it. Um, for me, surely the, the reserved list is a little bit of a, a double edged sword. Um, I'm just interested in growing the community and anything that helps the community uh, grow is preferred for me. So yeah, I'm totally uh, for, for anything that can solve a reserved list issue. Yeah, for anything that gets more duels into the into the market mm. and so that people can play our beloved format. How that should work. Um, I think there are more intelligent, uh, 
more clever people than <laughs> me to decide what to <laughs> what, what, what should to do. what should happen. Yeah. But I um, I think if if there's no um, if the reserveless skin uh, doesn't get addressed in any kind of way, or if the uh, if the prices spike too high, then uh, it takes its toll on the player base. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think that that really. Uh, that I don't think that if Watsi has uh, or let Legacy die, mm -hmm. like like it did with Vintage. Um, I don't think that's good for the game as a whole because people need a, a kind of shelter where they can always play their old cards and just experience the, the nostalgia at yeah. least and you don't have that with modern or with pioneer and that it's just a, another feeling and um i'm certainly a believer that uh, magic wouldn't exist without an uh, old format. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, agree. I I think we we need the the old mother we can lean to. Yeah, and yeah, I think from for most of us, yeah. this is the legacy. And yeah, for for me, I I have started out with with playing a lot of modern, and for now, I'm just. Every time friends ask me, yeah, if I want to play modern with them, I do not even know what I should play because it's just now. So, I mean, I, I have s pretty much uh, stopped playing around the time Faithless Looting got banned. And I do not know how the meta Mods. looks like and I, I'm not sure what to expect and 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 legacy is the the safe playing field where i can enjoy most matters i think and if i enjoy a meta not i can prove something i will enjoy yeah and i think this is the the biggest point e in, even, in, in legacy yeah even in this oko uro meta uh it's at least enjoyable yeah i think it's i mean i mean i play oko I, uro I still myself. have fun so yeah yeah and uh, but I play my personal takes and I play with cards that are fun, that are fringe, that are not meta. And yeah, it's pretty good, I would say, because I don't have the choices to do that in modern. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. So we actually need this format <laughs> to thrive. Yeah. For us at least. <laughs> <laughs> so Yeah. Uh, speaking yeah. of fringe or playable cards, um, should we maybe um, have a look at the new spoilers from the new set from the Sandicar Rising? Yeah, so going back to back to Sandicar, <laughs> <laughs> back to back to back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, at first uh, I would not would address um, yeah. not the general specific cards, but now we have the flip spell lands, which is uh, a pretty interesting topic. I think they I saw, I saw a funny take on Twitter uh, where somebody said uh, the flip lens should be called cassette lens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, not, not the, the, the spell lens, uh, but the, the, spell lens, the but land the, lens. But the dual, but the dual flip lens because they're always the wrong side. <laughs> <laughs> and 
<laughs> I cannot agree more. I think it is a beautiful view. Yeah. If you, I mean, you you have to alter these cards with with an A and a B side, and it would be hilarious. <laughs> I would like that <laughs> so and then, much. And then you always need a, a pencil to just yeah. turn to, it on the other yeah. side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would be amazing. I think the cassette lens are, yeah. are, are good. You need to rewind them when you're shuffling them <laughs> to your deck of the match. <laughs> but but the problem with the cassette lens is that they are not fetchable, yeah. unfortunately. But I think that uh, now the Mythic and the Rare lens are pretty the, interesting. The boat lens, I think. Uh, the boat that's lens what they're are, called now. are pretty interesting. I think I know these cards... Um, from from Eternal Card Game, if you know that, that's um, from Direwolf, and there is um, LSV is an mm. um, a CEO or a product entwickler or uh, <laughs> product developer. <laughs> Slipped into Norwegian there. Huh? <laughs> we, we are calling it Denglish. <laughs> and <laughs> and yeah. So, so they had the kind of cards, and I think this will be pretty interesting for for the shuffling algorithm in in in, uh, arena. in, in arena. Because if I remember correctly, there is a guarantee to hit two land drops. Two land drops. Two land drops. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and arena has, has an algorithm where they draw two hands. Yeah. And you get uh, and you. That the program chooses uh, the the one hand for you, uh, which has the highest probability of hitting all the land drops. Yeah, mm-hmm. and with these, um, the the shuffling algorithm could be, yeah, pretty much ex- exploited. Yeah, yeah, like like they did uh, back then in in uh, allegiance, I think, Ravnica allegiance. Where you could play a thirteen land mono red okay. deck, and you don't you you mult to a two lander. Well, yeah, I, I think one land was enough, but you you you, you could mult uh, until you hit at least one land, and it was just uh, you had only had to have a second land drop. Okay. Um. Was this the the Mulligan rule? If you have no lands in hand, you you would be. Yeah. I think that was. Okay. This was the time where Manila stretch was really really good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. But yeah. And in in Eternal Card Game, you you have um the the possibility to to Mulligan a single time, but you will keep another seven hands. But you are not allowed to to look at it if you Mulligan to it, and you're gar- guaranteed to two to four lands there. Mm-hmm. And with with these algorithms, I think these could be at least for digital card gaming could be pretty much exploited. And I think for for balancing, um, they I think they said they are guaranteeing these cards for cult time and uh, schools of wizards or something like that. That the, the design of the cards. The design of the cards okay. that we will have flip cards okay. there, and there is a specific threshold. For for flip cards, it's it's just like every card that has a cycle ability on it. Yeah. If the card is playable on its own without the the other side or without the other ability, the card is absolute bonkers and sure, yeah. is is and will be played because yeah. If you have 
literally uh, the bolt lands without bolting yourself and just pinging yourself, yeah. this would be way too good because the downside yeah, sure. of pinging yourself would be so, so, so minimal. Yeah. And I think these, I mean, these are all really, really expensive mythics. So they're playing it safe here. Yeah, so... so or at least, really at least for eternal formats. Yeah. I mean, and they are all sorceries, which is... Yeah pretty high because if the the seagate restoration if we are looking at it mm -hmm. if this would be an instant i mean for standard this card would be the best card it would be a four off in every control deck and it will be played in the control decks but i do not know how high the number will be yeah because it's just too good yeah for anybody uh, we have the full spoiler here uh not the full spoiler but the spoiler until yeah. now uh the seagate restoration what peter is talking about is a uh, blue card for Four and three blue. It's a sorcery. Uh, it says draw cards equal to the number of cards in your hand plus one. You have no maximum hand size for the rest of the game. And it's a bolt land uh, where the other side is a flip land and it enters the battlefield untapped if you take free damage. Yep. And it just ma and it makes blue. And the card itself costs seven mana, so yeah, they're playing it pretty pretty much safe here. Yeah. But which yeah. I find really, really great. I mean, yeah. we had very, very high power creep the last year. So seeing yeah. seeing a set that's a little bit more conservative, conservative in power level is really great. <laughs> and yeah, we have a, a free mana planeswalker that doesn't seem broken. But oh my god, <laughs> what's happening? When when when. when was that the last time? Excellent, <laughs> I think. It was also oh, Chase, yeah. the Cunning Castaway. Cunning Castaway, yeah. Also, free mana plays because it wasn't broken. I mean, it was playable in standard. Yeah, it's standard. But, but that's okay. It, and uh, this we, is, we this is the spot we want. Broken, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, it was a two of the mono blue. For my taste... Uh, uh, I, 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 I would like uh, Planeswalkers that are playable in eternal formats. But Planeswalkers like Liliana of the Whale, for example. Oh. Free mana Planeswalkers. I, I love like balanced. I have to admit, one of the designs that are coming out now and are really enjoyable about Planeswalkers, it's Kaya. The, the three mana Kaya. Yeah, 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 because it has it's one a little bit thing to do. My taste. I, mean, it's, I, I think it's a two-off in, in the, in the four-color loan decks nowadays because it's really good if you power it out on turn two against elves, mm. against Delver, because you get rid of all the uh, the, the, the one CMC creatures. Of course, and yeah. for that, it has a specific purpose. Mm -hmm. It's good in that kind of a metagame. Yeah. And that's something I like about cards. Yeah, if sure. they're good in a specific metagame, if you have to adapt your card choices, if your opponents are playing different cards. Mm -hmm. So if you have, yeah, I play Oku because Oku hates something and it's a clock. Yeah. It, it's, yeah, you have to play Oku. Uh, but uh, about Kaya, you are allowed to play Kaya mm -hmm. and you maybe want to do something with her. Mm -hmm. I actually, mean. <laughs> actually, I even, I even, I mean, I'm leaning far out of the window here, but um, Kaya would, uh, would also be, also wouldn't be overpowered or wouldn't be broken, broken if it was just for black and white. For A two mana CMC. one. Yeah. Um, I have to admit, I think she would be too good because it comes down on the play after the one drop of your opponent. 
But she, she definitely two worst colors actually in Legacy, I think, at the moment. Nah, nah, okay, that's Boris. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's red, white. But what do you say about strawberry? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't count. That's a combo deck. Combo decks don't count. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, m- maybe she would. I think it could be that she is not too good, but but the thing about. Um, about when six was that it was too good against one drops because it six was green <laughs> yeah and and had bolts but but the, the point is was was when six six an uptick on the minus one no this was the lens um the, the pinging was was the downtick from ren and six yeah but the problem is these two cards fill the same spot i mean the color combination of is is way better than odds of but it's it was it was cruel, yeah. yeah. But and then the green was a bad color when Renin Six came out. There was no Oko, there was no Oro. And no Well of Summer. Oh, and okay, no Well of yeah, Summer. I, I <laughs> but it was still Rakdelva with Renin Six. Yeah, oh, but right. Rakdelva came out after Renin Six. Yeah. Because yeah, because Renin Six was so of, good at punishing one drops. Yeah. Because of Ren Six, yeah. Because of Ren Six, and and, and maybe wasteland. I mean, um, Kaya doesn't provide any card advantage with the with the plus one. Uh. Uh, the 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 down uh, the ultimate is not the game winning ultimate. Just like Ren Six was just yeah, you win the game effectively if you had if you get to ultra because the opponent hadn't conceded. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I th- I think. Kai would be okay, but I, th- I think it would be it would be critical. It would be on the edge. Probably, yeah. yeah but now to, back to Chase, the Mirror Mage. It's a Planeswalker Chase for a free, a free CMC for one generic and two in blue. And two blue. It has Kicker 2. And when Chase Mirror Mage enters the battlefield, if Chase was kicked, create a token that's a copy of a copy of Chase Mirror Mage, except it's not legendary and its starting loyalty is one. It has plus one loyalty, scry two, and a zero ability for draw a card and reveal it, remove a number of loyalty counters equal to the cards converted mana cost from Chase Mirror Mage, and it starts with four loyalty. So it has a pretty big starting loyalty, and the kicker is really interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it's the first planeswalker. It's the first planeswalker with kicker. It's it's a really cool design. It doesn't have an ultimate, so it's just a card advantage on a stick. But the problem, the card we we have to compare here, I think, is an asset. I think it would take nearly the same spot. Yeah, yeah. but it, it has some um, think twice is on a stick basically uh, on a yeah, addition with the kicker. Yeah, because two mana is. The first set of Think Twice and three mana was the draw, uh, the flashback. Yeah, and if you kick it, you can at least draw a card, yeah. an extra yeah. card. So, I mean, I it, you, you're, you're counting in two mana for a card here. Yeah, and if it is a land, you, you are allowed to draw an additional card. Yeah. Yeah. A fail case. Yeah, because if 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 you if you uh, reveal the card and what does it say? This um, you lose uh, he lose loyalty. Um, but you draw it anyway. Yeah, yeah, you, you draw it anyway. So it doesn't matter. No, so for for two additional mana, you draw a card basically. 
yeah. or at you the, the plus case. one on the Oscar second crying. chase yeah, yeah. and and if down take the the big chase yeah, yeah. or something like that. If you have more presence and can yeah. protect mm-hmm. it, yeah, then it can easily snowball. So, um, what the yeah, it it seems good, but it's broken. fine. Yeah, but it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Then we have, which was interesting, maybe for legacy, um, but eventually for it mostly for modern it is the scorch of the skyclaves mm. where which is i'm not sure if this card is good actually there are pretty high debates in in legacy I, I think no you you know in legacy it's not good because you have too much uh life gain and mm. you don't lose that much life from from yeah. your lands it would be a two mana um demon with kicker five where each player would lose half their lives rounded up. And it's equally a 2020 minus the highest life total yeah. of the players. Yeah. Which is good in, in Death Shadow Shenanigans. But you have Not to really pull down really the opponent's life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to, it's dependent on the opponent, and that's what I'm not liking about the card. You have to be. I think in a normal Death Shadow shell it doesn't work. Because and you let's don't be honest, get your the kicker is unpayable. The kicker is unpayable, it's, it's, it's way too high. Way too high. Yeah. Then um, up to the next the uh, Seagate Stormcaller. It's a creature human wizard for one and a blue. It has kicker for four and a blue. And it says when Seagate Stormcaller enters the battlefield, copy the next instant or sorcery spell with converted mana cost two or less. You cast this turn when you cast it. If Seagate Stormcaller was kicked, copy that spell twice. Instead, you may choose new targets for the copies. And it's a 2-1, so like Snapcaster Mage. Um, I think also the kicker is unpayable in Legacy. Of course, yeah. Definitely. For for 7 mana, you simply can't do it. Um, But the effect is very interesting because the copy... uh, gets put on a stack and isn't cast gets around chalice so so it gets around chalice of the void um some people say that this is that this is going to be a really big role player yeah, and it be, will make an impact I, i'm it could not be. sure actually but yes. but i'm not not ruling it out so it, it is a little bit more dependent on the cards you play i mean snapcaster is of course more flexible but um, this card um, lets you cast the card for free. Um, restricts you to CMC2 or less, um, basically. And yeah, gets around Chalice. And yeah, it's, it's mostly a card for, for Esper Vile. I yeah, think this yeah, is. Esper Vile is I, also I cool. I think eh? you, you have no other card that would like to play it. Because, in in if you even if you are even playing snap custom mages in in a miracle shell, I don't think you want to seek it oracle because you want to do something on your opponent's turn. Yeah. So so I don't think we are gonna see seek it oracle in a deck. Seek it stormcaller. <laughs> Not <laughs> seek it stormcaller. <laughs> that, that will be the next Allosaurus rider <laughs> shenanigans. <laughs> what is the oracle? Is this the the popper the the one three that looks yeah, at the, the top three cards? Yeah, that's yeah. the oracle. Okay. Okay. So, um, for next uh, thing, there's nothing really going on there. Uh, yeah. The magmatic channeler. 
Then we have the, the new red Tamagoyf magmatic channeler, which is a one a one generic and one red for a one three human wizard, as long as there are four or more instants and or sorceries cards in your graveyard it gets plus three plus one which is basically a four four which dodges bolts now mm-hmm. and you can tap it discard a card and excel the top two cards of your library then choose one of them you may play that card this turn which is a pretty interesting design for a card but the problem we are having in legacy is um, it will be easily outclassed by Tamagoyfs. Of course, yeah. and at least there you can use the tap ability because you mostly want to use it for attacking and it would be mostly a card for a blue red delver and there's a lot the two drop slot drop is drop, with yeah. pyromancer and arcanist it's booked out and uh, and i think you don't even play a playset of tamagoyf right now in Oh, I mean, in Rakdelva, you have a 2 2 split, I think, with Mandrills and Goyf. I think yeah. you played three Goyfs and two Mandrills or something oh, like yeah. that. So, before you, I think you would always play the, the, the max out the Goyfs before you play this card. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, Denver, in, in yeah. a top decking situation, this card is better than Goyf if there is a board stall. But there we are talking about pretty specific board yeah. states. And for Rakdelva, I think that, that it's it's competing with Goyf and Goyf is better. Yeah. And if you if you think about um, Blue Red Delva, if you have an Archonist active, mm-hmm. it exiles the instant and sorceries mm-hmm. from your graveyard, and then you don't get to power up your, your own magmatic channeler. So yeah. I think they they are counterparts. Yeah, it's an interest, uh, interesting design, but I also uh, can't see it in a deck like Ragdelva. And the second ability just screams, um, if the discard clause screams loam or something for me. Yeah. But just uh, the f- first ability working against it. So I'm not sure if it will find a home. Um, yeah, but I, for I Lohm, can't see it actually now. So, but for Lohm you have Bob in that spot. Yeah. That, that, that's and what that's I mean. The, the better two drop there, I, I, I don't see, don't see it uh, making also any waves in Legacy. No, I think, sure. I think this card could be played in in Modern or something like that. I think if if a mono rod, uh, <laughs> mono red, mono red, a mono, a mono red deck is available in Standard, it will be played. But but for Legacy, it will be maybe we will see a small deck there. It is played. But that's everything. Maybe maybe it will be adapted in Monored Burner or something like that. But yeah, uh, yeah, I don't makes, think so. No. It makes two less. Um, the next one is the Confounding Conundrum. It's for one in a blue and enchantment. When Confounding Conundrum enters the battlefield, draw a card. So it basically can grips. And whenever land enters the battlefield under an opponent's control, if the player has another land enter the battlefield under their control this turn, they return a land they control to its owner's hand. So it's basically a fetch land hate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which with a cantrip staple on it. Um, also against lands in some way with exploration. 
what you can think about or oh, crop rotation decks what what is the enchantment called for for lands that lets them discard their whole hand end of turn fast bond uh, mana bond mana bond mana bond fast bond is vintage <laughs> fast bond is yeah I, I was wondering uh, it's I, I think it was yeah. i think it mana was bond. played at the one of or is it even now this played yeah i think it's really okay. still as a one off yeah yeah okay. because it lets you choose if you want to discard your hand size okay yeah mm-hmm. yeah it seems interesting. It will certainly get uh, brewed around. Yeah. Um, Daniel, you said uh, you would try it in a, in a control shell. Basically, yeah. Because lots of the um, tempo-driven decks that are trying... Or of course, all decks that um, have to wait a turn before they use their um, mana. mana. I mean, they don't have to wait, but they are getting set back by... Mm-hmm. Pop- having to bounce the land back to the hand if they fetch for land um i think this is a good thing for a control deck to gather resources make your land drops on your own to slowly um yeah to to have simply have more time yeah i think this is on on the on the same page we have archon of emeria which is another free drop for for definite texas which is a flying two three yeah. uh which uh, says each player can't cast more than one spell each turn and non-basic lands your opponent's control enter the battlefield tapped which is basically a similar effect if mm-hmm. you if we see it about land hate but blue gets the two drop mm-hmm. and white gets the free drop yeah and two mana is and so much better and the cantrips even yeah. i mean <laughs> for, for the for the white one you get a threat but yeah. it trades a, for a Delva. Two three isn't <laughs> really a threat, actually. Um, the problem with this uh, with this Arcan is, although it's a really pushed white card, uh, I think this might be just at least an upgrade to the bigger Thalia, Thalia, the three mana Thalia. Uh, yeah, but the three mana Thalia uh, isn't the Death and Texas card. It's a Soldier Stumpy card. You or, oh, or Eldrazi Texas? Because no, I no. saw it sometimes in Death and Texas. Oh, I think you saw Soldier Stompy. Yeah, probably. Or I'll uh, in Texas okay. because that's where the big Thalia... Not even as a one-off? No. Okay. no. Because it, the, uh, it suffers from the same uh, problem like the Arkham. I mean, it is a free drop, yeah. Uh, no, it's, no, it's that's... It's bolted. No, no, that, that's, it, that's not the problem. The, the Archon is, is really great. It's a pushed white card. And uh, you would certainly love it as a one-off mm-hmm. if you could tutor it. Okay, yeah. Totally. And like and like the big uh, big Thalia, you can't tutor it with Recruit of the Guard. Okay, yeah. And so you would have to play more than one, and you simply don't have the, the, the yeah, room, yeah, yeah. or mm-hmm. and you don't want to play more yeah. than one. No. If, if it were tutorable, it would be great. So if it would be a 2-1 or a 3-1, it would be really cool, but so I don't think it will see play. Mm-hmm. Um anything else going on the night golf scavenger <laughs> uh, or, or how do you say it? the night golf uh, i think it was the vampire night hog night it's a free mana vampire rogue with flying death touch lifelink so 
Ability Soup. <laughs> and Nighthawk Scavenger's power is equal to one plus the number of card types among cards in your opponent's graveyard. That's where the Tarmogoyf comes from. Um, okay. It's a one plus... Uh, so, so one plus X. One plus X and toughness is free. Um, it's a really pushed card, but I don't think it will it will make waves in Legacy. I don't think so. Uh, for free mana, it's just too highly costed. I yeah. mean, no, at least it's a rare because if uh, the 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 Vampire Night Talk back in the days was pretty much for for draft the best card you can open because it was just way too good status. <laughs> But I don't think that we will see any play of it because um, Bolt okay. is the common removal spell and if a free drop gets bolted, that's not good. About boltable free drops. We have another white one. <laughs> 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 so that's Skyclave Apparition. It's a creature core spirit for one and white white. Why always double white? <laughs> white white. Why can't it just cost two and white? I mean, <laughs> always so hard on the mana base. Uh, when Skyclave Apparition enters the battlefield, exile up to one target non-land, non-token permanent you don't control with converted mana cost, four or less. When Skyclave Apparition leaves the battlefield, the exiled card's owner creates an XX blue illusion creature token, where X is the converted mana cost of the exiled card, and it's a 2-2. Two, two. So... Okay. Actually, that's kind of a removal, permanent it, removal. It's an Oko removal for Death in Texas. Basically, yeah. You can basically elk the Oko. <laughs> I mean, you, it, yeah. it gets rid of Incinerium Bridge, it gets rid of Khan. It's, it's, and it's, it's too it's, durable. Yeah, and it's getting rid of a lot of stuff. I think this is a great designed card. Uh, one thing that I really like is that... You can flick it in response to the trigger because the triggers are, are oh, two-sided. Oh yeah, the so triggers. The tr I see it now. The triggers are trigger again in 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 one line. So so yeah yeah. So uh, that would have that, that uh, two separate, separate trigger. triggers. Yeah. So if you play it and then in response activate flicker. the vial and flick it with a flicker wisp, um, the card from your opponent will get exiled and they don't get the token. They don't get the token. Then Skyclave Operation comes back and gets to excel another thing. Yeah. So this is really, really good. And and I like it. Yeah, that that's that's a cool design. We'll certainly see uh we will certainly see it played in Death and Texas as an Oko uh, yeah. out. So and for, for, for Stompy decks and something like that. Yeah for sure. Because for sure. it gets uh, rid of a yeah. lot of permanents. It yeah, gets the double the, the double the white is, at least the double white is Already yeah. really hard for Death in Texas, and but you're playing the wild too, so it's okay. Yeah, for Death in Texas, it's playable uh, in Stompy. The, the double white is probably too hard and for Soldier Stomp or Angel Stomp or something. I see it, and one thing is that it's a spirit which doesn't fly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but yeah, I think, but I think that you can play it in Esperville or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I think the, the biggest aspect of the card is that. That is tutable. You can tutor for it. Yeah. Because I think otherwise you would just play Judgment. Yeah. Yeah, you would certainly also like this, uh, the, the same with the Archon. You I mean, would you play Judgment? Down. Yeah. Yeah. Devon Texas, I think so. But I, I'm not sure. I think main deck, not really. 
Um, yeah, this, this this card is more main deckable because it is uh, two. Because it's two turbo. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Is the biggest aspect of it is because you can two for it. Yeah. And which is important because it says um, non-land, non-token permanent. Yeah. It doesn't get rid of Mar uh, Large, large uh, yeah, which yeah. is pretty huge. Yeah. So we're already going through the uncommons now. There isn't really much there. There's one thing I certainly... There, um, there's one card which is called, I think, Cleansing Wildfire. Cleansing the two drop that uh, wow. basically is a ghost quarter that cantrips. Oh. Ah, yeah, 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 this I is, gotcha. This this card uh, might be interesting. Uh, I'm searching it now. It's this Cleansing one, yeah. Wildfire. Yeah. It's a sorcery for one in red. It says destroy target land. Its controller may search their library for a basic land card, put it onto the battlefield tab, then shuffle their library and, and draw, draw a card. So, Quite actually, guys. Actually. Land destruction is back on the menu. So, yeah, Wizard like said they won't print land destruction under uh, 4 CMC, I think. Demolish oh, was I think the last. Four, three. I think 3, right? Ah, the last the, the last year was always Demolish. The, yeah, be the because you in, in standard you don't want a 3 mana land destruction. But okay. this one fetches up basics, so... For standard, for, it's fine. For standard, it's fine. Um, and I think they need it for a standard with with a, with a lot of the cards. Yeah. I think you in, in standard you have Castle of Evenbrook or how it is called yeah. the one that the drams here for two, which is pretty important. Um, but I think this one could be hate against Rakdelva or Bakdelva, which is which are not playing any basics. Mm. So this could be played, but I'm not sure. It's I think this card is really hard to evaluate because it doesn't affect the board it's maybe a sinkhole but would you play a sinkhole against dale against delva i think mm. we are we are in a pretty tough spot because i don't think that sinkhole would be that great against delva be yeah be because you you need to invest i mean it's, it's a sinkhole that cycles which would be great but yeah, it's it will be interesting. Maybe we will see it. Maybe we won't. But I'll definitely uh, definitely get four of them yeah. because it's just a common and the artist gorgeous. Yeah, that's definitely the, the artist gorgeous. And so it's certainly a strong card. And it's a strong card, and we'll see. Um, I won't I won't say it won't be played, but I think I'll brew <laughs> with it. <laughs> so at least I'm gonna play it. <laughs> About gorgeous artwork. The new negate artwork is pretty gorgeous. Ah, that's uh, cool. That's I have really, to admit, really beautiful. And we now have, I think they said, ten years of negate in standard. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it's basically in, e in every set now. Yeah, <laughs> that always have a new art. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the new one is, I think, the best. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, it seems some? like it was it. Um, no, the, then the we have the the, the second. Um, Steplings, the second Steplings, that's what I wanted to talk about. It's the Akum Hellhound for one red. Uh, for one red. A it's a creature elemental dog <laughs> and has landfall. Whenever land enters the battlefield under your control, Akum Hellhound gets plus two, plus two until end of turn, and it's a zero one. So it's basically a color shifted Steplings, and the other, the Steplings is a 
cat and this is a dog. So that's that's just perfect. <laughs> that's a perfect pair. Cat and dogs. And it's dog yeah. shift. <laughs> dog shift. <laughs> it's got, it's got dog shifted. <laughs> <laughs> it, is a good boy now. <laughs> and um, yeah, eight eight steplings make probably a landfall deck semi viable. I, I mean, I think uh, not in uh, maybe not in legacy, but I'll probably try it. Yeah, I, th I think it's a pretty hard spot to to prove if I think there was if I think it was even a leaving a legacy tournament which was won by Naya Agro or something like that okay this was a deck playing um how's it called the, the three mana cat ah the one mana three three cat the wildner cattle wildner cattle and he even said his deck was just not good he just had amazing luck because a non-blue deck with such uh, bad threats is, is not really playable. I mean, the step links, linkses are, are able to be four fives, but you, you need a lot and a, a lot of, of fetches for that to have in your opening hand. And the problem, I think, with landfall um, aggro decks is you are an aggro deck, so you don't want to draw lands, you want to draw threats. Yeah. But because you are a landfall deck, I mean, lands are not dead draws, but you could play a, a better creature suite and you would be happy drawing no lands. Yeah. But yeah. Now, now you are pretty much in a spot. If you have a, a, a two land opening hand with three steplinks, what are you going to do? Because you play a steplinks out on turn one and then fetch on turn two and don't draw your third land. You now have three O1s on the battlefield as an aggro deck and this doesn't feel really good. This is a deck where spell flip lands would really shine. If yeah, they but you need spell flip creatures for this one. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just one spell that is viable in a deck uh, and you can flip it as, as a land. Yeah. That's yeah, exactly what you need yeah. in, in that kind of deck. This, this would be something you need to... S yeah. yeah. But uh, since we talked about that uh, before... Yeah. I mean, you have spell uh, flip creatures. Yeah, I mean, they are not really good. But they should be at least semi-viable to play yeah. on, on their own. On their own, yeah. yeah. You should have something. I mean, it would be insane. Um, imagine a one and a white. O, o two. I mean, a, a two mana uh, step lengths, which would be a land on the flip side. This card would be bonkers. It would be insane, I think. Oh, Maybe that, that could sure. be great, yeah. Or if it, if it would be a one-one with with um with landfall get plus two plus two. Mm -hmm. I think uh -huh. this card with a, with a land on the back. I mean, in in standard you now have a rare. I think a three mana um dino, uh, mammoth. How is it called in English? An elephant. Um. Which which is a land on the backside and is a three three uh, for three mana which gets landfall plus two plus two. Yeah, but these are too expensive to play in aggro decks. Yeah, yeah, for three mana they're, they're too expensive. Because yeah. the 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 fourth and the fifth land is. You should you should probably accessible. shall win on the third to fourth turn. So yeah, definitely. I mean, definitely. I, I think I turn. brew something up with the Aethlings. And. Just try the moto. If it uh, doesn't work, then 
just to ban them, the idea again. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing that got spoiled too is the crab the, five to eight. The but, ring crab, yeah. Yeah, but unfortunately for, for Legacy, it's not that much playable because you're mostly targeting yourself with, with the crabs nowadays, yeah. uh, in, in Legacy at least. And these are strictly mill your opponent. So these will be played in, in modern 8 crab. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, no go. But I heard, for, I heard about a, Legacy. A, a crab shack deck in Legacy. Okay. And I'm, I haven't seen a list or something, but I'm very intrigued. So that actually got my attention. Okay, uh, is um, it um, a mill, uh, eight crab I, mill deck? I don't know. Okay. He just he just tweeted like um, eight crab, uh, eight Eric's crab shack is back on the menu, something like that. Um, okay, so we will keep you updated in the next episode maybe, of our uh, podcast. I think so. Maybe it's the new outcome, uh, newcomer deck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the probably new, not. <laughs> the new hot, the hot, new yeah. hotness in legacy. Yeah. Hot so, shit. Yeah. I mean, we, we can talk about the party mechanic, which is yeah, nothing for legacy. Nothing for legacy, but it's from, a, from a design. In, in standard. Yeah, I think it's beautiful designed. But hopefully we have one set where we have some semi-playable legacy card, which will be introduced a little bit, will change some archetypes a little bit. But uh, actually, I'm... I'm very I think happy that, uh, that that's not the case here now. Um, we need certainly some room to breathe from the last year. If if there yeah. isn't a shake-up every set, I'm really happy. So Yeah, I think we have nothing that will break the format. Definitely nothing we have that looks stronger than Yeah, we have something Oko. to brew and something to, to work with, but nothing really... Yeah. impressive so yeah it's, it's a cool set i'm looking forward to it yeah definitely and i'll certainly get so some cards yeah with that it's time to relax a little bit yeah for sure you've got to uh get up very early so i think we wrap it up here yeah yep i hope you had uh, at least a little bit fun with us <laughs> tonight <laughs> and we certainly had <laughs> yeah for us. sure <laughs> <laughs> And I hope you listened through us. I think we had now recorded for nearly two hours. <laughs> uh, at least it feels like it. But we'll I, check later. I think later. we started at about 20 past 10 or something yeah, like I, that. I think it would be about two hours. But so um, yeah, for at first we thought we had, we, we we had, would, nothing. We had nothing to talk about. <laughs> 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 it was more than we thought. <laughs> so yeah... Um, Peter, how can people find you if they want to get in touch with you? Um, you can find me at Twitter at Unicorn Lord, but the O in the Lord is a zero. And another thing, um, you maybe will find me streaming now a little bit more regularly on Twitch at Unicorn Lord MTG. I will be recasting the FNMs from our league. local league from the all, the all. Austrian and yeah that's mostly for me 
Mm-hmm. What about you, Daniel? Uh, as always, of course, my website's uh, greatness at any cost.com or also on Twitter, uh, which is at Flying Delver, where we can find me. Um, Philip, like mm-hmm. we can for you? Yeah, like always, I'm on Twitter. It's at FinnecMTG. It's P H I N E K M T G. And I'm also on Twitch, but I'm not really streaming very often. It's also uh, at FinnecMTG. And also, you should follow our um, podcast. Our podcast on Twitter. It's at response underscore legacy. And you can also follow our league for the latest updates. It's at Austrian underscore legacy. And also we're streaming every Friday our league tournament on Twitch at Austrian underscore legacy. It's happening every Friday on 2030 Central European time. So that's about 11 uh, or half past 11 Pacific time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. I'm, that's the only time zone I know <laughs> from out of my head. Yeah. Sorry for everybody on the on the East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think I think we've got a wrap, and we'll see you again next time in about two to three weeks. I think. Yeah, I think yeah, so. I think so. Yeah, and with that, let's say in response, the end. <laughs>